you know, this damn think this damn green room's a think tank. I can't. I'm thinking what? too much. Yeah. Well, Wait, what do you mean? I'm, I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly why are we doing the bro show. And I know we always say it's because of the knowledge, but are we doing it for that? Or maybe are we doing it for the moment? Are we doing it to be funny? Are we doing it to be have fun? I don't know. I, I don't know. It almost, uh, you know, here, 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 here's my, my thing is, I think it's, it's something I can tell what day it is. That's what I use it for. Wow. I like that. Yeah. A very, that's very yeah. utilitarian or whatever you want to call yeah, that. Yeah, useful. If, if we're doing, very if functional. we're recording the show, if we're recording the show, it's the weekend and it's Saturday. So it tells me two okay. things. Yeah, right. maybe I'm thinking too much. That's probably the, the oh. you know they, they, that two uh, that two takes we did we we're doing today is making me think a little bit too much. Oh. That's the problem. Ooh. That's a tease, Ooh. isn't it? Oh Ooh. well, you know what? Hey, let's listen. Let, let's cut to the chase here and, okay. and decide. Right. Let's just just let's just have fun. All right. Okay. Hold on a minute. I'm going to gather my tea and then I'll, I'll do the do the intro. Okay. <laughs> Hey there, you're you're here. It's the Bro hey, Show. Yeah, it's it's. I was talking to the audience. Come on, keep up. Look at the script. Just put your thumb by the side there to tell where you are. See it? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So look, it's the Bro Show. We are actual brothers. My name is Jerry. My name's John. Oh, I almost forgot my name. You almost <laughs> What is going on with you? Anyone? No, don't answer that. Don't answer that question. Yeah, we do something every Saturday morning, and it's called The Bro Show. It's a podcast. Mm. And I thought all we did was wake up. Well, keep going. No, you're still asleep. (laughs) Believe me. So anyways, we talk about four things. These are important things. Number one, we talk about an animal. We like animals, and every six months we have a mascot. That we we mm. switch out, and this yes. six month period, it oh. is what animal John? I forget. Season of the meerkat. Okay, this season is called the season of the meerkat. So we have a meerkat story. We got a dandy for you today. Plus, next thing we have a word that we run into while we research. The third thing is we have a main topic called two takes, and that's because John and I rarely see the same thing the same. And last but not least, we have two throners. Mm. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Mm. Yeah. So that's what we do. And wow. you know what? Yeah, it's very exciting. Yes. I look forward to it every week. Uh, it is, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, you know what, hey. though? We don't tell people enough that we're on Substack which is a platform right. for writers and podcasters. And we have a thing where you can subscribe and be notified every Saturday when we publish the show so you don't miss one. Because I don't know about you, John, but I have friends who go, hey, what's the URL to your show? I forgot. Oh, yeah. you know, And they, have, they yeah. haven't listened for like six months. And right. they just fell out of the habit or something, you know? And I had to give them the URL again. And, you know, let's face it, we have a lot of friends with sketchy memories. Well, we have a lot of sketchy friends. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, you know what? You can subscribe. And you see it every week. And, in, in, you know, it's all over the place on our website. And, and you know, you can just hit a little button, enter your email address. And, look, we, 
we hardly know our own email addresses. We're not going to screw around with yours. So give us the email address or give it to Substack. And they don't do anything with it either. They're very circumspect. They're a cool company. So, and there's a lot of great writers on it, John. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just uh, joined Substack. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's cool. You know, a lot of people. So, anyways, uh, and very good writers. So, anyways, that's the bottom line. Subscribe. Why not? You know, and if you have a friend you think would like it, send him a link. He can subscribe or she can subscribe also. Or they can subscribe. That's the whole deal. Okay, what wow. t-shirt do you have on, John? Well, I'll tell you what, I uh, I just did laundry and I just couldn't resist it. It's just so wonderful to look at, feel, and be proud of. And that's mm-hmm. the Meerkat t-shirt, my baseball one with the bats, with the oh, various wow. grips. Wow. Uh, it's a long sleeve tee. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very impressive. I, I'm going to keep wearing this shirt, I mean, and get, get some wow. reaction the rest of this weekend. This is going to be my attire for the uh, Super Bowl. So I'm ready. Oh. What do, what, oh, what, what, what do you got above the belt? Okay. Well, I'm in, I'm doing layers today because it's cold. And, uh, but underneath my, I have a, like a long sleeve, uh, kind of, it's almost like a sweater, but it's almost like a sweatshirt. It's kind of a cross between the two. And underneath it, I also have a meerkat t-shirt on. I have Sweet. a different one. Yeah. I have the one that, that shows, you know, a meerkat family. In, a, in an environment that they could not possibly live in. <laughs> it's idyllic. It's lush. You know, it's got more water than they would know what to do with. But anyway, they are great little guys, and we love our meerkats. So that's a T-shirt I'm wearing. And hey, we have hey. a sponsor, don't we, John? Do we have a sponsor? Oh, we do have a sponsor, the Animal Legal Defense Fund. And this organization's mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. We, we know there's a lot of bad stuff going on with respect to animals. So what they do is they're all about filing high-impact lawsuits to protect the animals from harm, providing legal assistance to prosecutors um, that are you know, going up against uh, animal abusers and supporting more uh, tough animal protection legislation. So this time I decided I, I kind of I decided I'm going to take a look at those doggone financials and I couldn't even get through them because all I had was all the wonderful awards and ratings. This is a four star star uh, charity navigator rated nonprofit. It's got a wow. platinum level of guide star. It's a member platinum. of the wait a minute, wait platinum. A minute. platinum. I mean, it's as high as it gets. It's not gold. It's not silver. It's not bronze. It's platinum. Okay. okay. It's a member of the Better Business Bureau. It's received the Independent Charity Seal of Excellence. It's the Philanthropopedia-rated nonprofit. <laughs> it's 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 got everything. I mean, you you couldn't put all the ribbons. You couldn't. The wall couldn't carry all the plaques that have been awarded this organization. So that's how good it is. But even more important is the fact Why? that they've got swag. It's one of our qualifiers, isn't it? When we look at a potential sponsor, we choose them. They don't choose us. <laughs> You're right? absolutely right. I mean, yeah. we're not in it for the bucks. We're in there to no. let somebody know about a worthy organization. And these guys are worthy. They have swag. They have T-shirts. And they put their T-shirts the same place where we put ours on Bonfire. All of our Meerkat T-shirts that we sell and our Meerkat coffee mugs, and we have ooh, 
a half a dozen of each uh, in different styles. Yeah, three styles. So that's like, what? that's 36 different items you can buy in our merchandise <laughs> mart. I love that. I know you do. You are a cornball. So am I. So, yeah. Every penny that comes off of the sale of those T-shirts and mugs goes directly to the Animal Legal Defense Fund. So there you go. You know, if you don't want to buy one of their T-shirts, and their T-shirts are nice. John got me one. Yeah. Then you can buy one of ours. And believe me, ours are a little different. Ours are entirely generated by... Uh, Mid Journey AI. I yes. just type AI yeah, type into a chat client what I want, and they spit out four samples for me, and I usually take one. And that's where Sweet. we got all the art. That's where we got all the art for these T-shirts. That's where we get the art for our show too. So, hey, you, you know we got it. we we yeah we got a we got a story here. We 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 got a we got to move on and do the meerkat story. Let's do and it. And fact is that. What we've done up to this point is is look at the different characteristics and talk about different idiosyncrasies as it relates to this animal. But usually when we have an animal, what we like to do is talk about a product. In other words, when somebody has decided that the, the qualities of this animal can be merchandised, they can be marketed with a product. And we came up with the product. The product we came up with is the Meerkat, a stand-up tiny camper. Now, you've heard yeah. of recreation vehicles. These are the ones mm. you kind of hang with, and you can either, you know, go on a vacation or go to a camp. And you tow them, don't cat- you, John? You, but you tow them? the camper one, the camper category of RVs is the one in which you tow. And this meerkat is, it's tiny. It uh, It's it's a small, It's and it's actually small enough that it could fit in your garage. And it's also very light, so just about any kind of, vehicle you have it could be an suv it could be you know a compact this and that you would be able to to to, to, uh you know tow it and uh, cart it around and take it yeah to a camp so yeah it it weighs about 1100 pounds well it weighs about 1100 pounds and you know the cool thing is they have a thing called tongue weight and that's how how Uh, much force it exerts downward on the back end of your car to see if you know you're gonna be riding around <laughs> on your back wheels <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it yeah. doesn't edge edge too close to the car. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so yeah, it's a hundred pounds. It's a hundred pounds. That's what the tongue weight is on this thing. Well, Pretty what cool, is huh? the weight? Well, there's a thing where if you you know you dislodge it or take it uh, you know take it off, and you could then say, yeah. well, gee, how am I? I want to move it like another two feet. You could do that just by lifting and doing it. You crank yourself. it up. You crank. There's yeah. a crank where you can get it a little higher, and then it's got wheels, little wheels that that pop down, and you just roll it right over to the tongue of your truck or car, and then you crank it down. You lower it, and boom. So you, one person can can put this yes. thing on the back end of your vehicle, or take it off. You know, from your Good. garage. It's got like a telescoping thing. It goes up in the center of the uh, cabin. It goes straight up and gives you an extra foot of headroom. So that's right. Cool. Be, yeah, it's good. That's the way you can you can be where you can stand up in in this vehicle. But I'll tell you, some of the, the really nice features you got uh, with respect to it. It for, number one, it's 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 uh, you can have two people you know sleep in it because it's got a 
way of, of actually assembling a, a queen bed within it. But I mean, it's it's got the windows. It's got three windows, so you don't feel like you're cramped up in you know in a nope. cave as you're there. It's got icebox closets. Uh, it's got a lot of storage underneath the seats. It's it's got you know all kinds of uh, of good stuff. So I think this yeah. thing almost qualifies as a tiny home, don't you? Yeah, I would say that this is for the camper that doesn't want to you know pitch a tent. Is what it boils down to. And but does that too. doesn't mean that you can't ha- can't have as an accessory a tent right uh, attached to it, sort of like a yeah. little uh, patio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and it's so it's it's I got all that. kinds of. Well, so, you can get options. There's a there's a, a a handful. Well, maybe half a dozen options you can get for it. They add to the price, but they're all made for the, the meerkat. And you know. I, Here's something you and I have debated fiercely this last week. Why do they call it the meerkat? Ooh, good point. Right now, you read and there's a variety of of, of, of things, and I kind of go with the. Uh, I, I like the kind of stand up. Uh, the meerkat kind of has an ability to to stand up and look, and so the idea that you can stand up in this camper is is important. So I I kind of like that one the best, but it's got other stuff too. Maybe you've got. Yeah, it's profile. It's profile is a little like the head of a meerkat. You know, yeah, it's got a little beaky kind of thing going forward and two eyes where the windows are in front and they're dark. They're they're tinted. So, you know, the the it looks like, you know, the uh, meerkats are wearing eyeshadow a little too much. You know, they got the dark. And there's a reason for that, though. You know, they're always on the lookout. And so they have like black around their eyes so they can see better. Just like the wide receivers and, and tight ends and stuff where, where those dark lines underneath their eyes so they can. Right. They or, or baseball or whatever. The outfit, yeah, they right. do it. Yeah. They reduce yeah. the glare. Yeah. Reduce the glare. So anyway, that there's a bunch of reasons why you'd want to do that. So I think this is pretty well named. Uh, I think that I do think you're paying for the name because, uh, you know, right? Because these yeah, are not cheap. I, these are not cheap. Not cheap. I mean, we've we've seen the prices range depending upon you know a variety of things, but I think we're talking probably twenty three thousand up mm-hmm. to maybe twenty six, twenty seven, depending upon what you get on it. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a moving target. Uh, yeah, the, the the website it's actually the the name of the organization that um, Little Guy Trailers is the in San Diego is the ones who make them and distribute and sell them. So. Uh, again, oh. I think if, if you're looking to say, Hey, look, I'd, I'd like to go camping, but I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that's laying on the ground. I want to be the guy that's Here more comfortable. Uh, yeah. and you, you're going to do a fair amount of it. Obviously, uh, this would be a, a very good alternative and make it a very comfortable experience. That's why I kind of look at it. Hey, you know, and talking about this, you know, you're right. We do do, a, we do a product every season, at least one. For yeah. the animal that we have and brainstorm, right? This just came to me and we maybe need, need to contact somebody about this. I was thinking, you know, the ideal product for a meerkat, like meerkat binoculars, don't you think? Oh, that'd be cool. Wouldn't oh. it? Yeah. Get yeah. The meerkat logo on the side. Be. Well, yeah. I mean, who, what animal is on, it, it uses, you know, their binocular vision more binoculars, than a meerkat? Telescope. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I got to write that down. Yeah. Right, well, while I do that, uh, you got a word, John? 
Yeah, we, we got a word in, and the word is happy camper. Now, uh, when, when you think about it, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a happy camper. Now, to be a happy camper, first thing, as a kid, you needed to go to summer camp. Okay, if you didn't do that, you probably can't be a happy camper. Uh, but So what does that mean? It, it means a person who is cheerful and satisfied. Happy wow. campers may not all be so happy in the, this film. It's ridiculously bad taste version of Bill Murray's meatballs. So oh. that's a good example of a, uh, you know, the, the, and I'll tell you with Bill Murray running the show there, most of them are pretty happy campers, I would say. Yeah. Um, if he was, if he was a camp counselor at a camp I was going to, guaranteed I would have a memorable, pleasant, cheerful summer. Now, you see, I did go to camp. You did? I, I did. I went to the baseball camp and you didn't. Uh, now, this, right. I'm not trying to make this a rivalry like I did, you didn't. But I think I can qualify like as a happy camper because I went to baseball camp and uh, enjoyed it. Uh, it was a thrill for me to do it. And so as a result, I'm a happy camper. Wow. I remember when we went to that camp, John, you were not happy at the time. Really? I hate to argue oh, that, with you You know it. why? Because you guys I'm came ready. up and visited me and spoiled my fun. You were saving that one for me, weren't you? You laid a trap. You, you, a you, trap you, you just felt, I mean, you just said, hit me, hit me, hit me. Yeah, I couldn't I resist. Did. You couldn't, and I can't blame you either. Jeez. Okay, well, you know, you kind of mentioned something there. You said our example sentence was, happy campers may not all be so happy in this film. It's a ridiculously bad taste version of Bill Murray's meatballs. Bill Murray being the key word there, right? <laughs> Yes, that is. And I mean, that leads us segues right into our two takes. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Laura, uh, the bartender at the uh, grocery store bar D on the Rocks. It's in the Jewel grocery store. And she said to me, she says, have you seen this documentary? And I said, what are you talking about? And she wrote it down. And the documentary she was referring to was Life Lessons Learned from a Mythological Man. Uh, and it's a Bill mm. Murray stories is the name of the Bill Murray stories. And uh, yeah. the point being is if we take a look at the actual, uh, you know, m movie itself, we're talking about a, uh, a film that was uh, it was a documentary that was produced and directed by a fellow by the name of Avalone. Uh, what's his first name? I forget Tommy. Tommy Avalone. Tommy. And yeah. Tommy. And and he's uh, he's done several other ones, including. Uh, a Waldo on Weed, which is critically acclaimed, but that's another story. Uh, so he's got this one. And what he did is his whole premise was that he wanted to get down to all these urban legend stories about Bill Murray kind of all of a sudden popping up and doing something, being somewhere. And so he started out by the, the idea being that he was going to go to Bill Murray and get the real dirt on what's going on. He, yeah, what's he, he doing? Didn't, What's he yeah, well, why is he doing this stuff? Well, why does he all of a sudden appear at a party and or why does he go to a bar and all of a sudden he's he's the bartender or uh, why yeah. does he go into go into a place and see that the, the kitchen uh, at this party is, is screwed up? So he goes and cleans the dishes or yeah. he gets somebody, you know, he goes to a birthday party. I think the idea being here is Bill is interested in, uh, in you know, you, you meet a person and the first thing, a, a celebrity you know, what do you do? Get his autograph. Well, 
is that really that big a deal? Come on. I mean, you got this autograph. Is is that or is it a story that you can yeah. that you can be part of? So yeah. that's kind of the way we, we took a look at this. And um, to give you the details, it's about an hour and 10 minutes. It's critically with respect to the reception it got. It got, I would say, three, three and a half stars. It, it's considered pretty good. And it's got a little bit more in it than just the stories. The thing about the stories is the fellow realized he wasn't going to get a hold of Bill Murray, which is probably very good. He ended up going and actually talking to the people that were a part of the stories and was able to actually find film. So it's pretty well he was able to give us enough indication that these stories are really happening. These things are really happening. And then I think it delves into why is Bill doing it? It's important. Yeah. And I like yeah. to start this by talking about the fact I think an element of it is this 800 number. Yeah. Bill what? Murray does not have an agent. No. Bill Murray, what he does Doesn't is, have a phone. is he does he, he has a phone, an 800 phone number that you can that's only it. get word of mouth. This is not like something that's out shout to the world what his phone number is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He and also if you call him on that 800 number more than likely, he's not going to get back to you. That's right. So, but that's right. Because he might, you know, it isn't, he is not the guy who says, well, I just came in the door. Better go check my messages. Not that guy. Not that guy. He's the guy who says, well, uh, you know, it's been about a month now. Maybe I ought to check those, some of those, <laughs> those messages. Well, the best example of that is they had so in this movie, which is great, hour and 15 minutes, not too long. You, you, you watch it and, so uh sophia coppola comes on yeah and and she of course is the director and and, and uh genius behind lost in translation the great right. bill murray movie and so she she goes you know i wanted him in the movie uh i i i was making the movie around him almost and you know what i called the 800 number and i couldn't get a hold of him i called Took him for him. a month and yeah. finally we had to we had to start filming. So I just went to Japan and hoped he'd show up. And he showed up. Yeah. I mean, I think what she did is she talked to a Wes Anderson who had done a, a movies with, with Bill and knew Bill. And she knew Wes Anderson. So they had a mutual friend. And he says, look, if he does. And what he did is he basically said, sounds good. I'll do it. That's all he did. I mean, in a response. And but he's, she starts a movie and Bill's not there. And she's saying, I wonder if he's really going to do it. Well, he does show up in the he's, then he gets he's, you know, the movie gets Academy Awards. He's nominated for Best Actor. So, I mean, it, it turned out yeah. pretty good for him. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But, it's just nuts. She won an award, as I recall, for that. Yeah, there, there are Academy two award. The screenplay. She got Academy Award yeah. for screenplay in that. It, yeah. It's really, and it's a kind of, it's not the typical comedy that, no. uh, but, but, but it, uh, it, there's a personality that Bill has that he can bring to it that really mm. made a, made the movie is the way I look at it. But back to mm. the, what's going on here. Uh, I feel good that the stories are real. Uh, that's, that's in the documentary. But then the question is why? Why does he do this? And they yeah. the, and everybody has their different take. And I would like to give kind yeah, of my what's take yours? on it. My take is that he it, it's an extension of what he does for a living and in a way that really provides him with the greatest amount of enjoyment. Now, some of the people said, well, Bill's a humanitarian. He makes he makes people's day by doing these things. My feeling is Bill thinks of himself first. 
Bill mm-hmm. is a his background is imp- improv. So he yeah. wants to create an element whereby he is in the moment and he creates and he doesn't know where it's going to go. And he's able to do that with this on what I would call it's almost like personal uh, performance art. Uh, with, 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 because what he's doing is he's creating something. He's sort of like doing improv without uh, without a net. There, there is nobody that you're going to interact with or you don't know the person you're going to interact with. So you're creating an event as he does this. And the byproduct of that is the fact that he's, you know, he's pleasing people. He's enjoying it, but he's enjoying it himself. And the create creativity is able to do in a very subtle way as he goes through these episodes is, I think, what what kind of makes it. And, you know, when somebody I liked it, when somebody asked him, said, we, we heard this. He went to the what ComCon, uh, uh, you know, Comic-Con and yeah. ComCon. Yeah. And was actually going to be a, a guest, uh, you know, where they were going to be able to do a panel discussion. And somebody yeah. posed him with the question. He said, and then man, when he gets all done asking very long question about all this. And are, are says, they true? Uh, is, is are they true? true? Is this stuff says, true? And he says, are these stories true? And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. And you oh. can just see that even when he's on a panel discussion like that, does it? somebody said, well, we we told we told Bill that he could be on the panel, but we don't know if he's going to show up or not. You know, he wants to leave an element of suspense, spontaneity as much as he can make it. So the easiest way yeah. is to just walk down the street and see something and be part of it is what he does. You want to hear my thing? Well, one more thing real quick. He says okay. it's not in it for to be funny, but for the fun. So. Ah, Go ahead. that's pretty good, John. You got a tagline and everything. Okay, look, my take is going to be very quick. All right. Okay. I think there's something else going on here. And I'm Go not ahead. going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. There, I think there's something else significant going on here that you don't hear people talk about. And I reserve the right to bring this up as a topic in the future. Oh, this is a tease plus. Well, it's not okay. a tease. It's a threat, actually. Hey, you're the producer. Leads. I've you got can... some leads. Okay. I've got some leads. What can I tell you? I know you're the investigative guy, but every once in a while I get a lead. Okay. I've got a lead, okay. and I don't know where it's going to go yet. It may go nowhere. But I was Oh, I got it. To... Okay. So this is a okay. journey you're going to go in to figure out exactly what the uh, the What the hell the is detail going on is. here? Yeah, well, that's, that's good. It. That's okay. It. That's all I got. Wow. Yeah, uh, I've got two groaners. Uh, oh. Our groaner is actually, uh, I, I had to kind of go to the groaner vault a little bit to get these. So here we go. Oh, okay. What, what do you call a dinosaur with a super vocabulary? What do you call a dinosaur with a super vocabulary? A thesaurus. That's exactly it. Bingo. Whoa. <laughs> Too obvious, on. huh? No, yeah. I mean, come on, I'm giving myself a little kudos here. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm yeah, spraining yeah, my did, arm. I mean, come on, I, I, on I, I, I just came right I out. Usually with get, I, I usually get really excited, but you're getting, you're getting pretty good. You know, I can't overreact over time. Every time you get one right, well, I'm not going to get complacent. Let's have another. Okay, what award did the guy get for inventing the door knocker? What award did the guy get for Inventing the door knocker. 
This is so mm, bad. This is this has got to be terrible. But I, terrible. I was here's where my mind went. No Nobel Prize. That's exactly it. You got it. What the Nobel Prize? Wow. <laughs> you I'm not going to overreact. I stumbled into that one. I stumbled. That's amazing. You did, but you got it. The no. Well, you know what they say in sales. You know what they say in sales is when he's when they say yes, leave the room. 